Now, I, like most people, can recognize bullshit when they see it. And the thing is, is that when it comes to DC and anything happening with Batman or Superman, typically everything that they do involves bullshit. Like, they just want it to be fucking stupid. So, systematically, I, I, I've spoken out multiple times about different characters within um, DC that involve Batman. Uh, the uh, Harley Quinn fucking um, went in on Punchline's character. Um, I believe I did a thing about Batgirl. I don't, I'm not sure, but I, I actually despise Batgirl. I, I can't stand Batgirl. Um, um, yes, and I mean uh, Barbara Gordon. She is a pointless fucking character. Like, just just makes no sense. Like, she has no reason to do what she does. Uh, one of the greatest things that ever happened to her is when she got shot, and then that immediately made them write her with a fucking superpower because they gave her a memory thing that she never had before prior. So, fuck them. <laughs> but, um, essentially, I really, really, really don't fucking like um, Punchline uh, because everything revolving around punchline being created is just stupid it's it's the ultimate form of just fuck you to everybody because essentially they created punchline because joker needed a sidekick he he became incredibly popular by having a female being infatuated with him i mean he didn't become popular because i don't know i misspoke uh he we built up this side like his with the boom of Batman since the animated series and the immediate falling in love with someone like Joker having a counterpart like Harley Quinn just made his character far more appealing. So to cash in on that, they made Punchline. Now, you would think, seeing how they have so many different variations and shit of their comics and whatnot, why not continue certain stories where you just have Harley Quinn being infatuated with Joker, but then you do your own thing with Harley Quinn still on the sidelines? They don't want to do that. They don't want to do that because Harley Quinn needed to get changed into an anti-hero. That's what they wanted. Now, the thing is, is that anyone who knows anything about Batman or was a fan of the animated series or actually cares about the character of Harley Quinn would understand that literally her character has no purpose outside of being infatuated with Joker. Once you take that aspect away from her character, she has no reason to do the whole supervillain shtick. Like, at all. Her whole thing is because she was driven mad by Joker. She's doing all of it for the sake of love. She doesn't understand how volatile her relationship is. It is literally the manifestation of seeing a toxic relationship. That is Harley Quinn's purpose. That is her role. But DC don't want that. They don't want this now beloved female character to basically keep getting slapped around because they want strong women and they're bullshit. So then they came up with Punchline. And um, so, I mean, they, they put Harley Quinn as an anti-hero. You've seen small little tidbits here and there that keep trying to suggest that essentially she's either more dangerous than Joker or smarter than Joker, which is just fucking stupid. <laughs> and they they keep trying to push that as much as they can to make her character to cash in on her popularity because much like with marvel or unlike with marvel on certain aspects they don't have a lot of female uh popular characters like at all 
mo- like Marvel is worse than DC, considering that most female, most popular female characters in Marvel are related to X Men. But then they did everything they could to kill off the X Men when they couldn't own them, and now that they own them, trying to build them back up again in the light of everyone else is really falling to the wayside. That's why they did like they went all in on Captain Marvel. But the problem is, is that. No, I like Captain Marvel, so <laughs> it sucks for them. But Marvel's their own um, kettle of fish of bullshit. So with DC, you generally have one of the biggest superheroes of all time, which is Wonder Woman. And then with that, you have what should have been their main focus, which was the rising popularity of Hawkgirl from the Justice League animated series, as well as the rising popularity of Black Canary, which was also kind of introduced to the mainstream from the Justice League Unlimited animated series. And then you have both Raven and Starfire from Teen Titans. Problem is, DC's fucking stupid. So by the end of the Teen Titans run, the comics happened to go into the New 52. In the New 52, Starfire was just a straight-up whore. Like, all she did was fuck anybody and everybody. There was even a falling out between Dick um, and Jason Todd. Dick Grayson and Jason Todd because Dick Grayson happened to be in love with Starfire, but Starfire was fucking Jason Todd because she was part of the Outlaws. Fucking stupid. The New 52 was one of their dumbest things ever, and they just did it because I don't know why. But... What I'm trying to get at is the fact that they keep making bonehead decisions in order to try and cash in on some type of popularity without understanding the appropriate way to try and cash in on the popularity. I mean, the fact that they decided to make a fucking Black Lightning TV show because they wanted to get in behind that pro-black bullshit um, that was sweeping the nation with everyone doing like the whole Black Lives Matter movement and shit like that without thinking of the fact that the more ample person to use would have been Static Shock, considering that he was already a well-known hero, a lot of people have been asking for different shit to come out with his character, and he was far more known and a far better concept of a character, considering that his powers come from a literal gang war. Fucking idiotic. (laughs) A gang war that involved police tear gas mixing up with chemicals. This shit writes itself in terms of cashing in during the time when a bunch of people are up in angst against cops and police brutality and whatnot. Stupid. They just do the stupidest shit. (laughs) So, naturally, when it came to understanding or doing anything that in terms of going about uh, Joker and his female counterpart... The better idea would have been to do something like, oh, I don't know, do more Harley Quinn and Joker stuff. Build up those characters' repertoire and then just show them interacting with other DC characters, other people who try to convince Harley that she's going down the wrong path or try to persuade her to do better. No, they just immediately made Harley full bitch crazy and then tried to lessen Joker, because that's what they've been doing with Batman and different people associated with him, because Batgirl became amazing while they lessened Batman. And then you sat there and you wondered why everyone just did not care for what the fuck you had going on. And now you just kept a bunch of bullshit to where people are just like adamant in the understanding that Harley Quinn's a straight up lesbian. When that's not it. Like, <laughs> that can be further from the truth. But she's a straight up a lesbian. Her... her actual friendship with Poison Ivy has now turned into lesbianism because God forbid two women just are friends within the comic book world. That's fucking impossible. (laughs) 
Maybe they're trying to say lesbians are evil. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> that's, that's something for you guys to think about. But, you know, you got a bunch of people out there that essentially eats up, they eat up all this dumb shit and they just love it. Like they, they love it like it was mother's milk. They just don't give a fuck. As long as it's something new, they just immediately want to talk about it and do anything. Um, it just go off the rails. There's never any like hidden agenda, hidden meaning or stupid, um, counterintuitive um, kind of mindset that's going on it's like watching the fucking Zack Snyder um DC movies and never putting together that Superman is being considered in a Jesus allegory motherfucker literally puts his hands up into cross and slowly falls to earth when he could hurry up and go save people but you know allegories <laughs> um, <laughs> different um different looky-loos and whatnot so I stumbled across um, an article by Screen Rant, another group of people who basically make dumbass fucking articles when they want to do whatever, incurring anything of geek culture nature and just feeding into that um, and that horrible beast that just has a bunch of stupid shit running around with them, um, which is just like, hey, the DC Comics are doing this. They're the type of they're the people who essentially was gushing over the fact that they had a gay Superman, not. Equating the fact that, you know, it's not actually Superman, but Superman's son, or the fact that this is all being done in tandem with them trying to cash in on the whole gay pride thing. They even had fucking merchandise ready before the comic even came out. They just announced the comic, but they already have merchandise as well as like a, a variant cover coming out already. Like, and then they had to postpone it because people are getting fed up with the shit that they're doing because everyone's calling them out on their bullshit. Fuck them. Like, fuck every last one of them. This shit is, it's just, it's abhorrent now. Like, it's just disgusting. Um, so, why would I look at this article by Screen Rent when they're just as bad as, um, what is it, uh, CBR? CRB? I can't remember. Uh, they, they also put out stupid-ass fucking articles as well. But, um, apparently, Screen Rent did something that, you know, caught my goat because of how I, I love Joker, Okay. Like, I, I love the character of Joker. I've always loved Joker. Um, ever since I was little when I immediately, and when I started watching the Batman animated series. I don't care for certain episodes. Like, as much as, like, people love the Batman animated series. I do not. I love certain characters within the Batman animated series. I found a lot of episodes fucking boring when I was little. Because it was. I more so preferred um, Batman Beyond. But at that point in time, I was able to appreciate the cartoons a lot more, as well as the Justice League cartoon. I like that a hell of a lot more than I like um, Batman the Animated Series. And then the New Adventures of Batman just confused the fuck out of me. I really didn't get to see that um, as much. Um, but I understood the subject matter as well as fell in love with the characters and everything. To the point where, at that point in time in my life, I thought Harley Quinn was just um, always, has always been there, you know, and it's like, that's just how that shit was presented, much like if anyone who grew up looking at the Spider-Man animated series would think that Mary Jane was always meant to be Peter Parker's true love or anything, um, or something like that, because that's how it was presented, they didn't have Gwen Stacy in the Spider-Man animated series, except for that one episode near the end, when they, he went into an alternate reality, that, she was never a character, <laughs> like, ever, so, 
for years, didn't know anything about Gwen Stacy, didn't even know about her fucking death, didn't even know about the situation and the controversy behind her death and nothing like that, didn't know anything. But yet when I found out, I wanted to stand up and applaud when I saw The Amazing Spider-Man 2 because they had the balls actually kill her in the way that she was supposed to die. Well, in a fashion that was similar to the way she was supposed to die, and then it just made me love it anymore because that's some shit Spider-Man has to go through. Horrible, horrible things. But then he keeps persevering because that's who he is. Anywho, so Screen Rant opened up a well. Screen Rant let out a fucking article that's called "Punchline is flipping Harley Quinn's relationship with Joker." Immediately caught my eye, which is why I wanted to do this podcast because one, Screen Rant's full of shit. They make the dumbest fucking articles just to get people to click on their shit because that's all they do. They have clickbaity titles and things like that. And the other reason is that I needed content. <laughs> I needed something to talk about. But more so, like I said, I love the Joker. And then I fell in love with Harley Quinn because her origin story, to me, has got to be one of the best origin stories within any of the characters of Batman. Seriously. Because Jokers can be anything. It's not tragic. It's not sad. It's it's just how this man went crazy. And regardless of what origin you wish to think of, it's a one bad day scenario thing. That's cool. But with Harley Quinn, it's something that to me was just a hell of a lot more impactful because of what went down. Like, I love that episode when... Um, it goes through like her origin story and everything because I love the fact that like she caught Batman as a gift to Joker and then she just hoped that like this would make him happy because she loves him and everything and the fact that she was like talking about how he loves her and he's sincere with her and everything and then Batman broke down and then Batman told her we broke down and told her about like the stuff the Jokers told him um, or the stuff that Joker would tell her and everything. He was like, did he tell you the story of like his father beating him? And it was like before, like he said he broke his arm. And it was like he told someone else that he broke his leg. And it was like with Harley, with Harley, she heard the story where he said he broke his nose. And he was like, this is what he does. He manipulates people. He gets into their mind, finds out what makes them tick, and he destroys it because that's who he is. And even though you're someone who's smart, intelligent, you're clever, you're you're able, you you were able to fucking catch Batman, for God's sake. Yet, when it comes to the Joker, you are nothing. <laughs> it's like that's the beauty of Harley Quinn's character, is that despite everything that she is as a person, compared to the Joker, she's just weak in the knees. And I love that about her character because, again, they're a manifestation of a toxic relationship. No matter what you try to tell, like, if you ever met someone that's in a toxic relationship, they'll, like, you can see the signs. No matter how much you tell them, this person does not love you. And if you keep fucking around with him, he might just end up killing you. They'll look you dead in the eye and go, he's not like that. He's nice to me sometimes. You just don't know him like I do. That's Harley Quinn and Joker's relationship. Why DC wanted to get away from that in order to try and be more female-eccentric? The feminist dumb shit is just the feminist dumb shit. But it shouldn't have happened because it ruined a fantastic character trait. Remember, these people are villains. Why are you trying to idolize a fucking villain? Harley Quinn has killed people 
on purpose. So why are you trying to make her a positive figure? So fucking stupid. Just make, like, if you really are that hard-pressed, make another female um, uh, character or have, like, a villain-turned-hero that basically hasn't done as much bad shit as Harley Quinn or take one of your already pre-known female characters and then bring them into the limelight. Literally like the character Limelight. <laughs> but you're too fucking stupid to do that because you want instant gratification you want that shit to become immediate you want them to acknowledge a character's greatness in it when the way you want it in like any shape or form immediately i want this female character to be popular now so we're gonna take this female character that's popular and we're gonna change her views and her ideals to fit what i want this female character to have to what i want my female character to have and then we're just gonna apply that to this character you know it's like if um wonder woman decided that um she no longer wants to wear her iconic outfit, but instead would rather wear um, all black because she don't need no man's looking at her indiscriminately. And then she's wearing like huge baggy clothes so you can't see her figure or anything like that. All because of whoever's writing for her. Um, they want a female character that doesn't use her that isn't sexy or something. <laughs> I don't fucking know where I'm going with that one, but you, you get what I'm saying. These people do, what is it, um, like wish fulfillment type of characters, and then they fuck it up because they want that wish fulfillment, but they want instant gratification, and the only way for them to get it is if they wish fulfill with an already pre-known character that already has a backstory, a concept, ideals, mindset, and different things like that. So then they might either reset all the comics so they can change shit to the way how they want it, or they'll just immediately change the character and then just tell everybody else that's reading the comics, hey, go fuck yourself. Like making a Superman gay. I really want a gay Superman. I want a gay Superman. Well, Superman isn't gay. Well, what if we make his son the new Superman and then make him gay? Boom. Now you got what it is that they have now. So... That's how they incorporate dumb shit like that. So, getting back to the article. Okay. It's like... Now, if you don't know who Punchline is, Punchline um, is the... Uh, backtracking again. Um, <laughs> I'm going off another tangent, actually. But uh, Punchline is the new Joker sidekick that they created, and they immediately just took a character that was literally nobody, and then they just plopped her in as to being Joker sidekick. Now... I will give you, I'll give you a point on the fact that Punchline's costume and look is fantastic. Like, she looks amazing. Her look and everything is cool. But much like Spider-Gwen and um, Gwenpool, it's a character that essentially costume is really great. And that's what led them into popularity. That's it. Nothing that they do is amazing or ideal or more so an individual thing that separates them from any other knockoff or counterpart that they have it's literally their look Gwenpool is a fourth wall breaking Deadpool but it happens to be Gwen Stacy from a regular dimension fucking stupid <laughs> like it's just Deadpool but as a girl and then you just have the added bonus that they're normal so she's able to do all the things that she's able to do because she's aware that she's in the comic it's whatever um, Spider-Gwen who literally is called Ghost Spider, but even her book refers to her as Spider-Gwen because, motherfucker, you know what's up. She's only recognizable as just another Spider-Man variant. 
That's all she is. It's literally just like Miles Morales. You never refer to these people as Spider-Man. You call them by their moniker, whether you would just say Miles Morales or you would say Spider-Gwen, much like Spider-Man Noir or Spider-Ham. You would call them by that, but you would never just say Spider-Man and then people would identifiably know that you mean that character. No, you have to call them by the variant name because that's what they are. They're variants. They're different versions of an already predetermined character. But if you're having a conversation with someone and you just say Spider-Man, and then you just, just say, well, I saw Spider-Man yesterday, and when his Hispanic mom and his black dad, and you'll be like, whoa, whoa, whoa what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> because Spider-Man will only be and always has been Peter Parker. So articles and shit like that try to change up by much like with the whole superman thing having an article go superman's gay and it's like they're not talking about superman they're talking about his son that's not superman <laughs> well he's going he's going to get called superman it's not superman much like how batman beyond it's called batman beyond that's terry mcginnis that's not bruce wayne <laughs> and it's like yeah he might be referred to as batman in his world but motherfucker you know who he is <laughs> and it's like we don't call him whenever someone says batman they don't mean Terry McGinnis. They mean Bruce Wayne. So that's how that works. But essentially, Punchline is one of those characters that became popular because of their costume. And then she just happens to immediately get thrown to the fold of popular characters because she's a sidekick of literally one of the greatest known villains ever written in history. So whoopity do. Now you would think, well, the same thing happened to Harley Quinn. <laughs> Pump your brakes there, Punky Brewster. Harley Quinn got introduced in Batman the Animated Series. I can assure you that as popular as Batman was within the comic book world, he was not a mainstream big deal. Like, he was insanely popular. Motherfuckers could be able to point out Batman on the streets, sure. But it wasn't the worldwide phenomenon that he is today. Information changed over time. Because I fucking grew up, what, like, they, they made the fucking Batman movie? And how many comic book people actually hated Tim Burton's Batman movies? And in retrospect, they're possibly some of the best Batman movies that we've had connected to some of the other ones that have already came out. So go fuck yourself with that one. But look at, but just think about essentially, like, we had a bunch of Superman movies. We had a bunch of Batman movies. We had Marvel attempted to do a bunch of movies beforehand also. And it's like the shit never really caught on like that. Like, it was... It was okay, but it wasn't really that hitting. Like, I've never seen all of the original Superman movies, and I don't need to. I don't like Superman. But I understand that they were insanely popular. It was incredibly popular. Well, um, also, Batman had the, the TV show. He had the cartoon TV show. Adam West was him. And it's like, Batman was popular. Yes, I mean, he was insanely popular. But it wasn't as big as it is today. That's, that's all I'm saying. And realistically is that systematically throughout different run-ins of Batman, much like with the Adam West version, having introduced Batgirl, and then you have in the Batman animated um, animated series, they introduce Harley Quinn. They do shit like this all the time. They just do shit like this. And it fits and it works because that's just how you establish characters um, with these people. So the same thing happened to Harley Quinn, and then she blew up because she was the sidekick of one of the greatest villains ever. And it didn't hurt. That the fact that basically Batman animated series is just just became insanely popular and boosted the Batman name like crazy. So and then what you had like a plethora of movies come out at the same time that were doing incredibly well, um, except for Batman and Robin. <laughs> 
fucking Joel Schumacher. <laughs> but you had so much um, being done to just raise up the name Batman that now it's just it's at its peak of popularity and worldwide acclaim. And you just drop in a character that essentially isn't like, well, they just keep doing it within the Bat family. And it's like, well, let's try to make these people more popular. And it's like, get the fuck out of here. So punchline is one of those things. Literally, I would consider that the punchline. It's like, this bitch is a joke of a, of a character. So let's have at it in um, what the fucking article says. Finally, I know. <laughs> punchline may have, now the article says this from Screen Rant. Punchline may have replaced Harley Quinn, but while Harley was Joker's victim, Punchline may have the upper hand in their relationship. What the fuck does that mean? I don't know. That's stupid. That is incredibly stupid. Why is that stupid? Because again, like I said, they're undermining Joker. They're demeaning who Joker is in order to raise up this bitch because the bitch is a no-name nobody. And so the only way that they could possibly consider raising her up is to lessen him. This is the... It's a staple in comic book writings right now, where in order to sit there and make a character bigger than someone else, they have to lessen someone else. Rather than just being creative and making this character their own character or doing their own shit, they can't comprehend that. So they have to be compared to somebody just to, um, to somebody big, and then they have to lessen that person that's big in order to make people think that, oh yeah, this new character is some shit, like... Much like how if you introduce a brand new villain, they have to fight Superman and then damn near kill him. That way you know, like, oh, this guy is actually really strong. You don't need to showcase that by having them fight Superman. What if you had a character that's literally capable of fighting Superman toe-to-toe, -to -toe, but he actually goes out of his way avoiding to fight Superman so he's capable of doing whatever it is that he wants to do? That would be good writing. But they don't do shit like that. <laughs> Instead, they make him gay. <laughs> and uh, Superman's bi, he's not gay. Superman is gay. <laughs> do they have the son actually trying to get a girl? Or has he only seen him with a guy? Gay. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, now it says, well, warning, spoilers for Joker number eight. Uh, See, this is how, like, desperate they are for shit. Like, they have a comic run that's built on just the villain. <sighs> Fucking idiots. Um, <laughs> while the relationship between Joker and Harley Quinn has been, um, has been a cornerstone of many great stories between the pair, Harley has had enough of Joker's abuse and moved on to greener pastures. Again, um, literally taking away anything and everything that makes Harley Quinn Harley Quinn and instead would make her Harleen Quinzel. Um, in order to try and boost her character as her own thing. When it's like, you, you keep trying to sell her as this female Joker, and it's like, no one's buying it. Not at all. It's like, the animated series, it, it, it's a joke. It's meant to be a joke. And, like, some people like it. That's cool. But <laughs> get your head out of your ass. Harley Quinn will never overtake the Joker. He is far too beloved, and he's far too popular. But, <laughs> whatever. But Joker has found a new sidekick and potential love interest in Punchline. And if you ever seen how he met Punchline, it was the stupidest fucking thing. They just immediately had her know him. 
and she killed a guy in order to prove that she was willing to work for him. And there was no buildup, no tension, no nothing. There was no fall from grace of her character. She was just, bitch was just crazy and she liked Joker. And then she did something to prove to Joker that she was crazy and she liked him. And then he just immediately accepted her. Something completely uncharacteristic for Joker, considering that, and what is it, the, um, the, uh, the Black Hand? Is that it? Um, Batman R.I.P.? Um, where it's like they deal with the black hand and it was someone called Gargoyle, I believe. I'm not sure if I remember their names correctly, but it was a dude who was literally like a fan of Joker. And Joker was like, oh, wow, you're a fan of mine. And he cut off his fucking face <laughs> because that's what Joker does. Oh, God. So, all right, let's move on. Um, while on the surface, it appears that Punchline may be truly a devout follower of Joker, um, Joker's cause, much like Harley did in the beginning of their pairing. It's become increasingly apparent that in reality, Punchline is flipping the script on Harley and Joker's dysfunctional relationship. That's so stupid. See, it's that wish fulfillment bullshit again. I want my character to be Joker's love interest, but I don't want her to get abused or to be put on the sideline like um, Harley Quinn was. I don't want her to be a sidekick. I want her to take center stage. It's that bullshit wish fulfillment thing I was talking about. And when you do that, you fuck up a character. Because Joker is a narcissistic, psychotic, um, megalomaniac, murdering psychopath. And to have any character assume that they can outsmart him, outthink him, or outcrazy him goes against his general nature. This motherfucker turns on people like it ain't nothing because he thinks it's funny that's who he is so to have anyone to sit there and assume that they would be able to tell him what to do is insane literally they have multiple times when harley quinn tries to do this shit and then he almost kills her because that's who he is and that's what he does you don't get to tell him what to do what is it um the old cartoon the batman um it's like done by the people who did Jackie Chan Adventures. That thing is, that, that thing action was really good on that cartoon. Um, there was like when they first introduced Harley Quinn, um, which was hilarious. When they first introduced her, like she started telling Joker what to do. And then his face immediately went sour. And he was like, hold on now. And he's like, no matter what, Joker always steals the show. And he was like, you ever talk to me like that again. I will end you like I would do anybody else. And it's like, that's joker <laughs> hell even when harley quinn um gift wrapped batman for him he was upset at the fact that she decided to capture batman he is supposed to be the one to beat batman not anybody else that's not funny and he knocked her ass out of a fucking window <laughs> because that's what the joker does but then you have these people who write this shit and they're just too fucking stupid to understand the difference so let me read on in joker's number eight side story what <laughs> um side story punchline wait in joker's number eight side story punchline character eight no chapter eight not about to say character eight <laughs> chapter eight by sam johns james tyron the fourth and rosie campaign okay now this is a i had to read this like five times before it just made sense because they put a comma here um those were the names of all the writers of this comic um, which is sad to me to have so many people fucking writing this thing. Um, and it's like, you, you seriously, like you need all of these people to write weird too. 
to me is a max for comic books. I always felt like, you know, two should be it. N never, never over three. Never three or more. Like, that's, that's a lot for a comic book. Seriously. Um, Harper, Rowe, Kelly, and Orca. Now, these are characters. Didn't know that. I thought this was still continuing the fucking names of the, of the authors of the book. Didn't know that. <laughs> but uh, it reads on. Are attempting to escape from Blackgate Penitentiary after Punchline has seized control of the facility. See, this is another wish fulfillment thing. Um, I don't know if Punchline was administered in the Blackgate or if she's supposed to be... Um, you know, if she was like a prisoner of Blackgate or she was a minister there or she broke in or anything like that, I don't know. I'm not reading the fucking comic. But anything dealing with Joker or anyone Batman-esque are people who essentially get sent to Arkham. They're supposed to. They have to. These people are mentally unstable. They have mental problems. So her being in Blackgate is weird. Um, uh, and then it's like, how does she seize control of the facility? I don't know. They just immediately made this bitch who has no prior experience doing anything just amazing at everything that she does. Because wish fulfillment. This shit is getting out of hand. It is is disturbing how much it's getting out of hand. But fuck. <laughs> it's like, like, who the fuck is she? Like, she was like a college student and she killed a professor for Joker. And it's like, now this bitch is able to overthrow a prince. Get the fuck out of here. And it was like, even with Harley, she was under Joker's wing for years before she even came into her own footing so like i mean like uh even the harley quinn movie that that horrible birds of prey movie was able to at least administer this with some sense and it's like yeah harley was allowed to do whatever the fuck she wanted around gotham because everyone knew who she belonged to but as soon as word got out that her and joker broke up it was open season on her ass <laughs> that was like the only good thing that that movie did but they still sucked um Okay, the trio finally groups up and begins to work on the plan. It begins to work on a plan to fight their way out while Punchline observes from a security room, from the security room. Before, manag before managing to get far, Punchline begins releasing more and more inmates to stop the group and soften them up before she faces them herself. And, and do what exactly? <laughs> like, what do you mean when she faces them? Why does she need to face them? She can let all the inmates out and then escape the fucking prison. She doesn't need to be there. Whatever. I don't, I don't know what is the contents of the comic or what is the point of anything or whatever. But, okay. Um, as the chaos kicks off in Blackgate, Harper and Kelly manage to make it to the outside world while Orca remains inside, holding off Punchline and other convicts. Okay, when the trio um, reassembles in the abandoned office space, hold on, what the fuck does this have to do with her proving to be um, getting a dominant concept over the relationship with Joker? This is her doing some shit on her own with characters whom I don't know anything about, and this is supposed to prove what exactly? This, that's, this is fucking stupid. Okay, just keep reading. Um, when the trio reassembles in the abandoned office space that used to be Harleen Quinzel's psychiatric office, that wouldn't still be there. They would have replaced... She didn't have a psychiatric office in Blackgate. Why would... Oh, see, this is when you don't know nothing. <laughs> when you don't know nothing, you do stupid shit. Um, fucking idiots. <laughs> it's like, why would it be in Blackgate? Why would you... Uh... 
This would be totally different if you was in like a little small practice area, like a psychiatric ward or something like that. They had like a an old office or something like that. But then you would still just find files, not her office still there. And then at the prison, no less, not Arkham Asylum, because you're a bad writer, but you just you think you know Joker and you think you know Harley. I'm pretty sure you thought this shit was clever. They stumbled across Harley Harley stuff. Ooh, you fucking idiots. <laughs> okay. Harper asks Orca about Punchline's plan and about the woman herself, because this is exposition time. Um, while Orca admits that she has no idea what Punchline's next move is, Harper and Orca swamp, swap notes on what they understand about Punchline's psychology. To Harper, it's clear that Punchline hates Harley Quinn and has attempted to distance herself from Harley's image as much as possible. Now again, this still fits within wish fulfillment. Why? Because the idea of being Joker's number two is what they want. But the idea of being connected to Harley Quinn is not what they want, or basically becoming another Harley Quinn is not what they want. It's literally like if you were to make up a character in Star Wars, were you going to make up a character that was going to be the chosen one, or are you going to make up a fighter pilot on one of those random ships that got blown up during the final battle on, like, the second or third movie? You're going to make a fucking Jedi that's a chosen one, you know? <laughs> but it's like, Luke is already the chosen one. Well, this Jedi is better than Luke. And that's why we have Rey. <laughs> so you see what I'm saying? This wish fulfillment stuff is disturbing. <laughs> it's disgusting. And it's been done over and over and over again. But whatever. Um, furthermore, and then it's like, why would she need to distance herself from Harley's image? She's not being compared to Harley Quinn. Like, that's not... Like, that doesn't even make any sense. <laughs> because it's like, I want to distance myself from Harley. You're not Harley. That's that's the thing. And it's like, you're not Harley. And it's like, you... Uh. <laughs> but simply because of the fact that you're a female character who decides to hang off of Joker's every whim, for some reason, make you in that same league. You didn't earn that position. You didn't earn that concept. They just plopped you there. So, go fuck yourself. Um... Furthermore, she thinks that branding is critical. She thinks that branding is critical. See, that's that's DC talking, making sure to try to make Punchline popular. Um, Orca contributes that what may be the um, huh, Orca contributes what may be a key piece of insight. Punchline sees everyone everyone as a weapon and plays them against each other to get what she wants. Punchline doesn't surround herself with people because she believes in strength and numbers, but because that means there are more disposable people between her and her opponents. I don't like this. <laughs> I just don't. I, I don't. I don't. <laughs> This is so stupid. This doesn't make any sense. Like they're they're trying to give her her own swagger. Like realistically, the what is it? The um, it's the concept that's brought up when it comes to the Joker, where it's like essentially, why would anyone work for him? But that is the same mindset behind a cult leader, you know. And it's like there's something 
about him. There's charisma behind this character. And I guess Punchline just has that. Sure. But she's following Joker. So how does she have that? Game recognize game. <laughs> okay. So realistically, and it's like, would you make yourself a pawn or would you play your own piece? You know, and it's like, why would you need to follow Joker if your thing was to be your own little ball of chaos and whatnot? I don't know. See, that, that requires insight of a fucking good writer. But Lord knows that's not what you get from DC. Now, they have a comic panel here with a bunch of words, and I don't want to fucking look at it or read it. So let's continue on. While during Punchline's debut, while during Punchline's debut during the Joker War, she appeared to be an earnest believer of Joker's cause. There were always cracks in her facade when it came to how she interacted with the Clown Prince of Crime. Again, shit, Joker. Like, uh, let me let me get shit on, on the board. Shit, Joker never let anyone do to him um, for three hundred hours, <laughs> and that's um, uh, allow people to manipulate him. Or uh, let people think that they're getting away with manipulating him. <laughs> Motherfucker. <laughs> um, she played the role of loyal henchwoman beautifully, yet never quite to the level of obsession. Like, what was the what the fuck was the point with the Blackgate shit? If like that that doesn't connect with what's going on. That doesn't fucking matter. <laughs> like, that didn't matter. That was, oh, I wasted time reading that. That didn't mean anything. That was just nonsense because it happens to be in a comic. And it's like, for some reason, this qualifies the idea that Punchline is changing the game of the relationship between her and Joker. Get the fuck out of here. I'm pretty sure one of the writers told them this bullshit. Or they're just grasping at straws, but most likely one of the writers told them this bullshit. And they were like, ooh, yeah, yeah, totally. <laughs> you know these people live in California, right? <laughs> oh, she played the role of, um, okay. Um, she played the role of loyal henchwoman beautifully, yet never quite to the level of obsession and devotion Harley Quinn displayed when she was fully enthralled by the Joker. By, um, Joker. Okay, so. In fact, with Orca's revelation, most of Punchline participation in the Joker war can be seen as her capitalizing on the Joker's symbolism to jumpstart her own online brand, which she then used to radicalize people and create her own social movement inspired by the Joker. If true, then rather than being manipulated and abused like Harley Quinn was, Punchline is instead manipulating Joker to further her own hidden agenda. Again, Joker is not a character that lets shit like this go on the fly. He also would immediately stop shit like this from happening. This is a horrid example of these motherfuckers getting away with just shitty ass writing and terrible character concepts. You wanted to introduce a female that was similar to Harley Quinn because you wanted Joker to have that female sidekick again. Now you're trying to distance that female sidekick and make her her own villain because, again, you assholes don't know how to write a character and build them up on their own merits, but rather you have to build a character up by knocking down another one. This is an example of shitty writing 101, and that's all DC does now. That's just all they do. And then you're having characters that aren't even related to the fucking Bat family doing this because that's how insignificant Punchline as a character actually really is. 
<laughs> so whatever <laughs> and it's like oh but it's like since it's being stated that means that it's established doesn't doesn't have any real bearing or anything like that but it's just been said so it's established fucking idiots <laughs> okay there's just a little bit more harley quinn and the joker have had a um, famously dysfunctional relationship for decades now and they've put it behind them for the better no they haven't DC made them get rid of it because DC wanted Harley Quinn's popular female character to become her own brand. And they didn't want it associated with the fact that she's a disgruntled, dysfunctional, weak-minded girl who got manipulated by the clown, the clown prince of crime to commit and do atrocities in his name simply for the act of love. Instead, they wanted a strong female character that was incredibly popular. So then they took Harley Quinn, removed every facet of her character that made her Harley Quinn, and then filled that up with Joker nonsense, and then systematically have been slowly pushing that into the public until now her costume is just the tips of her hair being a different color, and then her painting her face. When before, she had a full-blown costume. <laughs> but now, it's just she has makeup on. And then if you want to get even sicker, they had her go into the chemicals that turned him into the Joker. Now made something happen to her. Even though it's been proven and shown that anyone else dealing with those chemicals will fucking die. But for some reason, Harley Quinn is totally able to go through with it. I hated that scene in the fucking uh, Suicide Squad movie when she jumped into the chemicals. Like, that was like, what the fuck is this? That's not her. She can't survive that. That's not her thing. Fuck. <laughs> I need a gangster. <laughs> you assholes. Um, and it's like they put it behind them for the better. No. They, the Joker will always remain the Joker no matter what they do to Harley Quinn. It, it just, it doesn't matter. It's the same thing as Batman will always be Batman, Superman will always be Superman. These characters are set in stone as to be these glorified, amazing creations. And there's nothing they can do about it despite them constantly trying. And the thing is, is that Harley Quinn is now less of a character since they've separated her from Joker. Her popularity has been slowly waning simply because they've been fucking up her brand because she's now no longer associated with Joker. Now, she's just a joke of a character. Simply because they keep putting Margot Robbie in the movies doesn't mean anything. They just keep putting Margot Robbie in the movies to the point where now people keep questioning, why the fuck is Harley Quinn in this so much? And it's like, she's not doing anything. She's just around now. So... Yeah, it was like they're trying to give a a, a a a point or like try to make her important or whatever. And it's like, no, no. <laughs> but it's like this is what they keep doing because they need that brand of Harley Quinn to remain as this dope-ass female character. But they don't understand what they got. That's why they keep fucking up. You have gold in your hands, yet you're selling it for copper. <laughs> You're so fucking stupid. <laughs> so, while Punchline on the surface appears to share Harley's Harley's early fast um, fantasism for the Clown Prince of Crime, it's now much more apparent that she may, in fact, be using Joker for her own goals. So, if they want to segue Punchline into her own villain, whatever.
the thing is, is that Joker's character wouldn't allow something like that to happen. He'd kill her. He'd, he'd just fucking kill her. Um, immediately, if there was like a thing where she's like, I'm better than you or I'm superior than you in any way, he'd fucking kill her. Hell, even in the Batman animated series, there was multiple times where Harley Quinn would get upset at Joker and then go on the attack towards him. And it just, it, it like, exacerbated their crazy-ass relationship and whatnot. Hell, like, how many episodes they got where they fucking break up or something like that? And it just keep doing all that crap. And then and then what happens? And it's like she goes running back to him because they're in a fucked-up situation. <laughs> but it's like it doesn't matter how terrible he treats her. She comes running back to him. That's what made them special. That's what made them just an incredibly popular duo. You're not going to get that from Punchline if you want her to undermine the Joker. You clowns, like all of you, are such clowns. You're just so stupid because you don't get it. You don't get any of it because you're you're not a fan. You don't care. You just want to cash in on whatever popular agenda is popping off right now or whatever, and it's just fucking stupid. So having punchline of all people trying to act as if they're superior to Joker or that she's going to get the one up on Joker or basically been using Joker all this time to facilitate whatever the fuck she wants to have going on. And then we're just supposed to act like this shit is going to be normal or it's going to just happen. Like, well, she, she was just able to do it. And it's like, get the fuck out of here, man. Like, no, no. <laughs> This is not how you write a character, not in the world or with a, a group of, of heroes and whatnot that essentially already have their foot in the ground in this crazy ass um, comic book world that you got going on. And instead, and it's like, yo, build up a character from scratch and then see where that leads to. It's like, no, I need instant gratification. I want another female Joker. But we can't have an anti-hero like Harley Quinn because that's the only way we could paint her because we had to redeem the fact that she was being abused because, you know, girl power. So we want a female Joker, but this time she's and she's under she's working with Joker under her own will. And then it seems like she's actually manipulating Joker, thus making her far more better than Joker and then making her a hell of a lot more dangerous of a character. It's bullshit. It's stupid. Hell, even um, what in the Harley Quinn animated series, they kind of have a joke where Harley Quinn is like, um, everyone keeps saying that her um, nemesis is Robin. So then she goes off to say, like, I'm going to kill Robin. Because it's like, yeah, Harley Quinn doesn't matter. <laughs> it's like, without the Joker, she doesn't matter. She never has. She never will. <laughs> it's like, the fuck? But these people are so goddamn stupid. They're just so stupid. And then you allow... Or you have screen rent writing this shit because essentially they're either grasping at straws or they were told by the writers like this is the this is the way that they're going to take this character and they just assume that people are just going to eat it up and they're not they're, they're really not um, what was it didn't they introduce a new villain in Batman recently he was called like the designer or something like that and they were they introduced the guy and then that was it and it was like well yeah because he's a villain competing with years of other characters. It was like it might be interesting to see like a new person interact with Batman for sure, but that motherfucker ain't gonna become top of the list a number one immediately. You have to build that shit up. Hell, even among characters that aren't that well known as Batman villains, he would have to be 
Tweedle um, Tweedle Dumb, fucking um, Anarchy, uh, Professor Pig, all these people, <laughs> like those are bottom tier Batman villains. He would have to be better than he would have to basically surmise a um, a popularity over those guys, <laughs> and those guys aren't that well known. So no, <laughs> it's like it's just no. But like I said, these people have constantly been trying to do whatever it is that they want to do with these characters. Punchline was already a terrible concept of a character rather than just bringing up a brand new Harley Quinn or something. Hell, I love the idea of Harley Quinn from the uh, White Knight books. Now, um, I actually wanted the White Knight books if you haven't read them, but it was a thing that actually kind of put a better perspective over Harley Quinn's character to me than anyone else has ever tackled it um, to where essentially the actual Harley Quinn that deals with the Joker is not Harleen Quinzel. She left years ago because Joker was manipulative psycho, but she still loved him because that's the hold that he had over her. And it wasn't until he got better that she would seek to, um, she, she would try to seek him out. As long as he remained the Joker, she didn't care. And it was like the fact that someone else came and took my place and you never noticed was a testament to that. And it was a person who essentially became a fangirl of Joker, fixated on him, who just took up the role of Harley Quinn. And it makes absolute perfect fucking sense. And honestly, it allows you to keep that mindset of a crazier version of Harley Quinn existing. Because now you have someone that just loves everything that comes with being Harley Quinn. And I fell in love with that. I love that concept. And it was something that just shocked Joker because he didn't even understand, he didn't even know. And I was like, I just thought I was just smacking you around this whole time. And he's like, nope, that, that's changed a long time ago. Why? Because I'm an intelligent woman who didn't want to put up with your shit anymore. So she left, but he didn't notice. <laughs> and it's like, I love that. It's like, that's how you handle her character. Not turning her into a weird-ass anti-hero that's straight up a lesbian now. Like, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> no. And I thought that was great. I really did thought that was great. And I was like, that was a better way of handling her character than what even um, the people who did the Batman animated series did when they had, like, that Harley Quinn movie that they made about, like, her getting Nightwing and Batman's help. Fucking terrible. That movie is terrible. Like, her, she worked at a job dressing up as herself in a cafe in Gotham where people can oogle girls that, like, look like some of the other superheroes that exist. But the creators of the Batman anime series were freaks. Um, I, I hate that essentially they had such a twisted mind when it came to these characters. And then I love the fact that essentially either WB or the census, whoever, was able to tell them, no, you can't fucking put that in a cartoon, you sick bastards. <laughs> and I love that. Because they were immediately with like, yo, Harley Quinn and Poison Ivy have a, a lesbian uh, relationship with one another. And I was like, no. What the fuck? Like, this is going to be shown for children. And I was like, well, we're not really designing it for children. It, like, it doesn't fucking matter what you design it. We're putting it on WB Kids, you dicks. No. <laughs> it's like, you can't do that to those characters. It's fucking weird. And I was like, we're always giving you a pass by letting you have guns and shit. And I was like, but don't tip the scales too much. And then these same people were like, ooh, let's take Batgirl, a girl that's like three times the age of Bruce Wayne. Not three times the age, but... Three, Bruce Wayne is three times her age, and then they had it to where they got in a relationship. She got pregnant, and then she lost the baby. They made a fucking comic about this shit. It's gross, <laughs> but it's like, that's what they did 
And it was like, what, they would go to different conventions drawing the characters and like fucked up poses and shit like that. And it's like, these niggas are sick. <laughs> and I was like, but they created the greatest Batman show. I care. It's stupid. <laughs> it's like they made a character, she was one way, and then they were like, we really want her to be this other way. And it's like, no. Luckily, someone had enough sense to go, yeah, that's taking shit too far. And it's stupid. Doesn't even make any sense. But it was like, but we really want her to be lesbians with Poison Ivy. And it's like, if you know anything about Poison Ivy, she don't like people. So why the fuck would she even do that? <laughs> Poison Ivy's an eco-terrorist. Why the fuck are you trying to make her a lesbian? Because it's like, you fucking idiot. <laughs> we draw her hot. And so we just want to keep her hot. It's like, you guys are sick. <laughs> You're just sick. Why are your women the exact same height? You're sick. <laughs> the dudes are clearly like six feet tall, but your women are like the exact same height. You're sick. This is only in the Batman animated series. <laughs> or like the new adventures of Batman and Robin, when they changed everyone's designs. Everyone, all the women were literally like the same height. It's fucking weird. But that's just what these people do, you know? <laughs> And it's like, hey, the best imagining for a character might not be from the original creator, but, I mean, that's like, what hell, let's face it, it's like Batman and Spider-Man and everything like that, but still. So, it's just another moment and another proof that this shit is just appalling. Um, they're doing nothing but trying to destroy the image of characters so they can bring up their own without working for it, you know, there's like, it, I wouldn't mind this if it was like something that you've seen in a string of movies and a string of shows and comics and whatnot that essentially was like, okay, yeah, I can see Punchline finally doing something like this because she's always been multitasking when handling Joker shit. Fine. Yeah, I can see that. But Punchline is a brand new character. Like, new. <laughs> like, she recently came out. And for comic books, a character that came out like two or three years ago is a baby in comparison to these other characters that existed for like 50 to 60 fucking years. You're damn near, what, 100 for some? Um, depending on what comic thing you're dealing with. So, no. <laughs> it's like, to just immediately have this brand new character overshadow a pre-existing one is not a thing. It's just not a thing. So, I don't really care for any of this shit anymore because it's all just snafu. Hopefully, the the Batman uh, movie will be like one of the last bastions of um, something that lets people go like, hey, you know, if we just treat these characters with respect, people actually will buy our shit. <laughs> and, then, and then it'll just be a light bulb that'll just make all these creators and whatnot go, oh, so we should just get competent writers, not people with agendas. We should get people who care and know about these characters' history and everything associated with them. Not just motherfuckers who want to do wish fulfillment or just say that they want a cause to be displayed. We should hire people with normal color hair, not motherfuckers who dye it. Any fucking facet color of the rainbow. <laughs> Bright neon colors of the rainbow. No, we should just have competent people do these comics and the money will come in because for right now it, it ain't happening it just ain't happening so 
I'm going to leave it here. This has been another episode of Fun with Flame. I've been your host, Daniel the Flame. And as always, good people. Hope you have fun.